Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Well, friends, we come to the last chapter of Deuteronomy, and therefore the the last chapter of the five books of Moses. And we've covered a lot of material. I'm not going to take this as a an opportunity to review. I'll let every chapter and book speak for themselves as we go along. But once again, in this chapter, we've got to deal with a couple of very critical issues. The uh, the final passing of Moses, the death of Moses, is included in this. Uh, the handover of the leadership for Israel to Joshua is included. And all in all, it's a very brief chapter to a long amount of information in terms of Deuteronomy and the Torah in general. So don't think of this chapter as kind of a wrap-up chapter conclusion. It does um, uh, give some critical closure on certain things like the death of Moses, but from a literary sense, it's not a conclusion like we think of that term from our modern perspective. So it's only 12 verses. Give it a good listen, and this will be a a brief uh, word I'm sharing with you today. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Neptali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When I said, I will give it to your descendants, I have let you see it with your own eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab, in the valley opposite Beth Beor, but to this day no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days, until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom, because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all of those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all of his officials, and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel." And so we get a, a overview of the promised land. I, I just uh, have a, an observation. Moses climbed this mountain and saw many things. I believe that he had a supernatural overview. That's my personal belief. I don't think in the natural he was able to see uh, the promised land with great clarity. But at the hand of God, I believe Moses was allowed to see much more than his natural eyes could see. That's just my own personal belief. So you can take it or leave it. In verse 1, Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land. And so that's the key for me. The Lord was involved in this. It wasn't just a a guy climbing a mountain. 
the Lord was giving him a presentation of the Holy Land. So it, it gives the outline from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh. Manasseh, by the way, is across the river on the modern Jordan side. All the land of Judah, as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, and the whole region of the Valley of Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zoar. So the Lord himself gave Moses um, a visual tour, if you will, of the promised land. I think that's very precious. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when I said, I'll give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And so the affirmation that the Lord had fulfilled his promises, uh, Moses was a, a witness that he had fulfilled his promise by bringing them to that good land and presenting it before him and presenting it before Israel. And so it says, Moses, the servant, this is verse five, and Moses, the servant of the Lord died there in Moab, as the Lord had said, he buried him in Moab in the valley opposite Beth Peor. And to this day, no one knows where his grave is. Now, take note of that. He buried him. Who is the he there? It must be the Lord. The Lord himself buried uh, Moses. And we don't know whether he used human agency or not. But there's an interesting passage in the book of Jude. Jude, um, uh, verse 9, Jude chapter 1, verse 9, in the New Testament reads, Even the archangel, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not dare to condemn him for slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Now, in Deuteronomy, it says he was buried, and nobody knows where his grave is. In Jude, we read that Michael, the archangel Michael, came to retrieve the body of Moses. And so his body um, was, was redeemed by the Lord, apparently, by his archangel Michael, and carried into heaven. It wasn't allowed to stay in the grave. I think that's fascinating. Uh, the Lord buried him. He died a natural death. He was buried. But the Lord sent Michael to get his body. And so um, Moses was 120 years old when he died. And this phrase, his eyes were not weak nor his strength gone. In other words, he wasn't naturally diminished, like a physically diminished, like a 120-year-old man should have been. He had been um, sustained by God. And so he was um, fit and um, uh, still able to go, but the Lord had called him home. May we also be in good health and fit when the Lord calls us home. There's no reason why we can't die in good health when our time comes. And then we have the official transition to Joshua. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days until the time and weeping was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded to Moses. And so Joshua's um, now firmly in charge, which leads us to our next book, the book of Joshua. But concluding this, we have this final epitaph about Moses in verse 10. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all of those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all of his officials, and to the whole land, For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. So that's the final words from uh, the book of Deuteronomy. But friends, it's not the final words um, about Moses in the Bible. Because you see, Moses appears in the New Testament on a mountain called the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus. 
And that mountain is firmly entrenched within the Holy Land that the Lord allowed Moses to see with his own eyes, but not to cross over into in the days of his flesh. So in other words, he did go into the Promised Land, and we read that his body was redeemed by the Archangel Michael. We assume that he entered into the the Holy Land on the Mount of Transfiguration in his redeemed body not just in spirit, but in body, along with Elijah. And so the the final story on Moses has not been written yet, friends. Moses, um, uh, the implications are from Scripture that whatever impact he had on humanity in the days of his flesh continued to bear rewards towards his account forever until the return of Jesus Christ. The same can be said of you and me. And so, Lord, we thank you for the life of Moses. We thank you for this man who you new face to face. We thank you for all of his exploits, but most of all, for his faithfulness to you. Lord, he loved you. He still loves you. And Lord, we look forward to the day that we will yet meet Moses in glory. In Jesus' name, we bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.